Hey, shout out to my holla at you. There's nothing the internet likes more than a failed music festival. Perhaps since we've all been ripped off by one at some point in our lives, or perhaps since we envy the people who can afford a luxury cabana, we just can't not look away when a music festival goes down in flames. We had no electricity, there was no showers, there was no bathrooms, there was no like running water. Chaos and anarchy have reigned since the very beginning of the modern music festival, as anyone at Woodstock or Altamont will attest. But there's one little-known event that truly takes the cake. Angela! Bobby! We continue <laughs> down this wonderful journey. August of Angela's. August, the, it's an Angela August. You know, it's Herzog month next month. I know, I'm excited. I may need you multiple times for that, too. I will watch Herzog documentaries every day of the month of September. I'm kind of in the market for... Um, Maybe an extra co-host. Greg has stepped up, and he seems to be pretty into it. But he's also a family man. He can he can't do a lot. Yeah. Same, same thing with Eldridge. It's the same. It's the same way. And um, yeah, we're kind of in a lane. Not a lane from Seinfeld. No, you're not in her. You wish. Man, she's she's a babe though. Uh, Julia Julia Louis Dreyfus. Always not. has been. Always, always will, will be. be. <laughs> Even when she's dead. I mean, <laughs> depends on what you're into. What's the hottest dead body? Is it Joan of Arc? No, she's burned up. <laughs> Cleopatra, uh, Elizabeth Taylor. Well, I mean, you could say, like, who's the hottest person who is dead? Uh, Vladimir Lenin. The hottest dead body? Yeah, man. Hmm. Lenin's preserved. That means you can still put your mouth on that dick. Okay. No. Okay, just throwing it out there. Okay, we're we're doing them uh, all month. Our shorties are YouTube short documentaries. Yeah, documentaries made by YouTubers, specifically YouTuber docs. Yes. So, and you can tell them they stand out because they ask you to subscribe and do shit like that, and then <laughs> and then throw in like personal details and stuff like that. These people are not going to listen to this, but just like. If anyone listening to this does do these documentaries, do your plugs at the end. Don't ask me to like and subscribe you before I've watched your content, you fucking idiot. Yeah, and leave us five stars and a review on Apple Podcasts. You better leave us five stars and a review on Apple Podcasts. Listen. Now, this next uh, uh, YouTube short documentary is done by uh, this YouTube channel that's I think has recently kind of started been doing very well. But this YouTube short... Doc is called Was Bull Island the Worst Music Festival of All Time by the YouTuber Band Splaining. Band Splaining. They talk about music stuff, which I, I, I'm kind of, I can see myself watching some more Band Splaining sure. stuff because I like music, I like music history. And I didn't know shit about the Bull Island Festival. And they, they seem to have the hookup to get like really good old footage. Well, he sets the stage for. Uh, music festivals, failed music festivals. He he ponders what makes a bad music festival. Uh, we see footage of the fire festival. He says something like, 
perhaps there's the envy of those who can spend all this money on these types of things. Mm-hmm. Man, whenever a YouTuber documentarian says perhaps, some dumb shit comes out. There's the a lot of perhapses in this one. In this one, yes. But let's get right into it. A concert took place. 250,000 people on the banks of the Wabash River. A quarter of a million people. That's too goddamn much. That is way too much. Uh, this It was called the Bull Island Erie Canal Soda Pop. Erie Canal. So, oh, it's too many words. The Bull Island Erie Canal and Soda Pop Festival. Then in 1972 in August in Evansville, Indiana, uh, they want to do a festival there. Mm-hmm. Uh, where Joe Cocker and Black Sabbath headline. Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, they're going to be there. And initially it's pushed as it's these promoters by the name of, maybe you hear a dog snorting. <laughs> these promoters by the name of Bob and Tom, not that radio. I was going to make a joke about that. Morning radio guys. At the end. Is there any good morning radio, anything that's entertaining at all? Insufferable. One's worse than the other. You just pile them on. It's all trash. Trash, trash, trash after trash after trash. Mm. Even if you say, like, Stern, I'm sure he does a morning show. The or a show comes on. Then, you know, sure, but I don't fucking listen to that shit. I don't listen to it either, but if you were like, you have to listen to one, I guess, I'd probably go with The Breakfast Club. Mainly because of, like, pop culture relevance, maybe I would just check in on Yeah, it. and the music they would probably play. But I ain't, ain't going to be no Breakfast Club apologist, you know? Yeah. Sometimes Charlemagne's okay, but sometimes it's just like, why are you on this trip, dude? (laughs) Like, what are you so... Anyway. So, yeah, it's pushed as an ice cream social. Well, that was what they did. That was a festival they did do previous. Oh, okay. In a baseball field called... At Evansville. It was something something an ice cream social, and it was at a baseball field. And... They basically tore up the baseball field. And Hell so, yeah, free love, baby, 1972. And so they thought they'd get away with it again by calling this one a soda pop festival, but Evansville was like, no, 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 no. We learned last time you're going to destroy shit. And so they wanted to do it at the Chandler Raceway. Yeah, which is outside of Evansville, far enough outside of city limits. Which would have been perfect. They were planning it out. They were going to have all these porta potties set up. Like, it was going to be a good space. Remember the Altamont concert where people got stabbed? Yeah. Uh, Killed. Was that before or after this? It was before because he mentions it kind of in the lead in, I think. So Allman Brothers, Rod Stewart, and Fleetwood Mac are set to come. Uh, come spelled C U M. The but the county realizes what's going on and blocks the festival. As did neighboring counties. Literally, almost everywhere in Indiana so, said, "Sorry, you can't so, be here." Southern Indiana was like, "Nah, fam." But a Chicago radio station was constantly talking about this festival. Yeah. Bob and Tom had already spent 700000 so they needed a spot. And they found this place, this little island, like a river island, that is ran around by the Wabash River. It's technically Illinois, but the river serves as a border between Illinois and Indiana. Mm-hmm. And I've never heard of this little area, you know? No. But yeah, it's like, it's like just a small little jut that's technically in Illinois called the uh, Bull Island. Yeah, and so they they decide they're going to do it there, but they don't want to get another injunction, so they don't tell anyone 
where the concert's going to be. Yeah, they they try to be quiet. They want to wait until the last minute. And they wait so long that fans start to show up at Evansville thinking it's going to happen there. I actually kind of loved this part for a second because it was like they show up at Evansville. They kind of start showing up all around the area. And then these counties that set up all these injunctions kind of start freaking out because they're like, oh, shit. We told them they couldn't do this concert. All these fucking hippies are in town. What are they going to do? Are they going to riot? Somebody call Black Sabbath. <laughs> you may. You, I like to think there was probably someone on the city council was like, we need to get Lawrence Welk down here to calm these kids down. <laughs> God. Uh, Is Al Jolson still alive? So the so the, the festival was supposed to kick off on like Friday night through like the following week. Or a couple of days into the following week at least. Yeah. Um, but they don't announce the location until Friday morning. But they do announce the location on Friday morning. And by Friday afternoon, there are tens of thousands of people already arriving at this location. Now, for this little island, it wasn't built to... For anything. For anything. It was. <laughs> it's just not a developed piece of land. No. And they built a road, but by road, they mean they just dug up and laid dirt. Yeah, it's like... To, to run timber. No. But, like, all it has to do is rain, and it's not a, r- a road anymore. Yeah, and all these people start getting there, and they're still building the stage because this is so short notice mm. that everything's kind of being haphazardly put together. There's, there's no water, very few bathrooms. There's, like, three working water pumps in the entire thing. Again, it ended up being 275,000 people. Three working water pumps, six bathrooms. Apparently, uh, Band's planning, when he's recovering articles, they're constantly referencing Boone's Farm. They made bonfires from spare wood and sat around drinking Boone's Farm wine. Seriously, so many accounts of this festival mentioned Boone's Farm specifically. I had to try some for myself. Huh. And how they're yeah. drinking Boone's Farm. Have you ever had that? Oh my God! In college, we drank. I drank the shit out of some Boone's. Farm. I I would we would uh, when I you know when I drink a lot more, like early day underage drinking was Boone's Farm. Like chugging bottles of that shit. Underage drinking was Boone's Farm, but also like cheap ass drinking when I could buy my own alcohol. Like you go to Walmart and you can buy like a bottle of Boone's Farm for like two bucks. Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. Then I didn't do that. No. Nah. That shit fuck you up. I didn't do it. I did Boone's Farm. Probably make you spray fruit punch diarrhea in your pants, too. Ooh, no thank you. It's brutal. No thank you. So, yeah, like, for some of the Boone's Farm references here, I guess that was the thing of the day, like, the popular. Is this the era that made Boone's Farm suddenly be ever-present in a young drinker's life from then on? Probably. Was, Was this the era that popped Boone's Farm off and had them... Stay relevant from then forth? Maybe. Oh, they also talk about because there's no, there's only six bathrooms and so many people. They have an area called the Turd Fields, which is just basically a mud pit where people be shitting. They had apparently set up to construct 400 outhouses when it was going to be at the Chandler Raceway. But when it got canceled, um, there was no time. There was no time. And, but there was only six outhouses. Which accommodated a little over a quarter of a million people. You do the math. It's around I think 40, they said it was like 46? 40 something thousand people. The band splaining said it was like, imagine one port of body for a sold out Wrigley Field game. Yeah. Insanity. 
They also mention at some point later that there's only there's three doctors and fifteen nurses. And when he threw that out, I was actually surprised. Yeah. That there were fifteen whole nurses, considering there were only six bathrooms. I'm glad there were, and they could not handle the amount of issues that were going on. But the th- it's it's looking like a mess already. But bands are showing up, and Albert King did open the festival. Yes. No footage of that. No, but Band Splaining did play us a video of Albert King at a different venue, just so we'd have a good feel about it. Apparently, when Joe Cocker and Black Sabbath showed up, they saw that there was. They were told that there was only going to be fifty thousand fans. Yeah. Then they're like, "This is way more than fifty thousand. We want more money." I guess they didn't get that money, so they fucking took off. Well, and they they circle back to this later, but these people just started showing up in literal droves. Ain't nobody got a gate collecting money. Yeah, I, I don't... People just got in for free. One dude... There's two deaths that happened here. I'm surprised there's not more. I know. One dude died trying to swim across the Wabash River to, to skip the gate. Yeah. Which, first of all, no one tried to swim across a river. No. Two, you went through way too much trouble, but you're gone and you can't hear this advice. I know. That's really sad. You probably like, could have just literally just ran through the woods or something. Hit under a blanket in the back of someone's truck. <laughs> yeah, there are so much easier ways to get away with doing that. I know. There were terrible drugs. Yeah, this is fucked up. Like, people, I mean, the you know, the drug scene was popping off. It's it's honestly never died. Maybe, like, certain amount of regulation. Drugs always find a way at every music festival. Absolutely, but, but they kind of made the point that there was just a lot more, like, shit drugs happening, as in, like... People were lacing things with things, and people were having terrible reactions. There were overdoses happening. They were having to make announcements over the loudspeaker that was like, do not take drugs if you got them from such and such van in the corner because you might die. Like, they were having to make announcements like this. Man, what a royal dirtbag who's going to, like, sell people poison in place of good drugs. It's like... And you know they've got this justifica- justification in their mind that they're just drug addicts. The only time I approve of such fakery is when Goody Mob did it. Uh, and and uh, when the line, Montel Holmes is my claim to fame, where I learned the slickest tricks in the dopest game. Like my favorite, I call it Lemonhead Delight, where you lick off all the yellow and you sell the white. Oh. <laughs> but you're just selling like candy. It's not yeah. like something that'll kill you. Right. It's actually probably... You're the, just faking the and that you're not you're actually giving drugs. It's probably more dangerous than the mm. lemon head he's selling you. God. Anyway, I'm just happy to make a goodie mob reference in here somewhere. Hell yeah. Sunday, like I said, it's only one road and it's dirt. And of course, a quarter inch of rain falls overnight for Sunday. They talk about how the festival goers are so hungry. They find a cow. I guess they killed the cow, but... They had to have killed the cow because they said they tried to cook the cow. Man, if you succeed in killing, but fail at cooking. Well, they said they left a mess. So I'm assuming they... I I mean, listen, I don't want to assume too much. They can't have had the proper tools. Let me go on my boomerang. They probably just fucking massacred this cow, which is terrible. Let me go on my boomerang real quick. You know, everyone... I mean, I think younger generations are seeing through the paper thinness of the so-called unification of the peace love era and uh, all these hippy dippy shit and it was like it's all about love man and it's like sure this idea that everyone kind of like piggybacks off of this ideal that was presented but the the reality is like 
if the ideal was ever executed, it was in fleeting moments that was probably drug induced. And then reality came and people were used in these circles, just like they're used everywhere else. There's sexism in these circles, just like there's sexism everywhere else. And there's like abuse going on in these circles, just like there's abuse going on everywhere else. Mm -hmm. And the reality of this is that most people are not here. They're just young people wanting to do drugs and party. And this idea that you're going to sit there in a fucking muddy field and that's somehow, I don't know, making Richard Nixon quit being president is like the dumbest fucking idea uh, that it, that is ever put to paper. Because your way of life is already like segregated from the power structures that are ruling over you. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're just like a little... You're just like, an, it's like you're just a, in your own little section of your own ant farm that is held sure. by someone else. But this, I, but these peace lovers going around and ripping apart cows and shit. And it's like, yeah, they do, I mean, they do some questionable things. And again, he says, perhaps it truly is a testament to the peacefulness of the hippie generation that things didn't get much worse. What the fuck ever? Because then yeah, that's a what fine, happens... That's a, a fine example of the word perhaps. Perhaps. And, and then something stupid coming out of... So uh, stupid. People start running out of food. You're there. You come on Friday. You maybe came in a couple days before that. It's like Sunday. People don't have enough food. So there's this like hamburger truck. Right. That starts out like being pretty affordable. By Sunday, they're selling hamburgers for ten dollars. How much is ten dollars hamburger? I think it's now? around like sixty something dollars. Sixty-three dollars by today's standards. If someone tried to charge you sixty-three dollars for a hamburger where there was no running water and no actual toilet, you might also riot. Like, what the fuck? So they riot. They basically like take all the food out of the food truck. They also at some point. Um, knock over a beer truck I believe and like get all the beer there's a cigarette truck that like gets overtaken at some point and this is all like happening on this Sunday when Rod Stewart is supposed to be showing up but then they start finding out that like Rod Stewart's not coming yeah Fleetwood Mac is not coming the doors are not coming uh, but Robbie Shankar does come in uh, Black Oak, Arkansas. Black Oak, Arkansas would probably show up at a, like a like a slaughterhouse and play a show. <laughs> <laughs> well, when they they're so mad that Rod Stewart's not coming that they start that night they like set trucks on fire. Damn, he ain't that good, y'all. Like they start setting shit on fire. <laughs> Apparently, they've been chanting all all night like "We want Rod Stewart." Like that's like. Yeah, it was the faces had broken up like three years ago? I mean, you know, that was that was prime. Monday, it's still somehow going, and think, the Doobie Brothers show up, and so do the Eagles, who yeah. no one knew who the fucking Eagles were at that time. But the Eagles, I still don't know festival. who they are. <laughs> and fans fucking rioted when Rod Stewart didn't show, and they ended up burning structures down, which weren't really that well built to begin with. Yeah, which is pretty cool. I could kind of understand a little bit of these riots. It wasn't until Tuesday morning, because, like, most people started leaving by Monday evening, because they were like, this is bullshit, this is over, I'm getting the fuck out of here, I'm going to go eat some food. But Tuesday morning was when 
the folks who were left just kind of got really mad about how everything went down and they tore the stage apart and burned the yeah. stage down. And many people, when they were leaving, found that their car windows were busted. Or their cars were gone. Yeah, or their tires were slashed or gone. And any and so, there were so many people that cars were like left on the side of the interstate. And of course, over that weekend, the county or state was started towing as many as they could. Absolutely. There was a photo... We haven't talked as much, but there there really were, like, some really good videos and photos of this stuff, like, throughout. Uh, but there's a photo of this car leaving, and there's just, like, ten people, like, sitting on the trunk and hood of this car just to get a ride out. Yeah. Uh, apparently, the owner of the land, there was so much trash that the o- owner of the land just bulldozed dirt over it. They mm-hmm. didn't even really try to clean it up. You And you mentioned earlier that there were two deaths. There was the drowning, and then the other one was an overdose. Yeah. They said that the nurses and doctors, like, literally could not keep up with how many people were being brought to them with not only ODing, but, like, broken bones. Yeah. And just, there were, some of these pictures, these people were packed in so tightly. I don't even know how they slept in that space. I wouldn't have. I'd have been up. Oh, I, no. I can't sleep like that. To guard your shit. And that's that short, shorty, short. The only other thing I'd like to mention, I don't remember which is which. One of them, they both got arrested after this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because they couldn't pay anybody anything because they lost a fuck ton of money on this. Right. Uh, one of them never worked anywhere in the music industry ever again. I think Bob became a actually a promoter, right? And he did. He had a very long, successful career and died at the age of like 70-something. But he, he kept going. Like, he promoted a tons of shit. Yeah, well, some people fail up. I guess so. I mean, you know, if you fail at your uh, shitty paycheck-to-paycheck job, the someone will scream down your neck, but the person who owns your shitty paycheck-to-paycheck job can fuck up and probably get a big payout. Yep. So, uh, we don't rate short documentaries in full-grown Herzogs. They're baby Herzogs. You're going to give this one through three baby Herzogs. I'm going to give one through three baby Herzogs. Combined for best out of six. That's how we judge shorties. Was Bull Island the worst music festival of all time by band splaining? I'll go first. Let me baby Herzog splain band splainings. Okay. Uh, thing on Bull Run. Very informative. Yeah. I really thought he did a good job laying out the history and the context of it and stuff. And his kind of perhapsisms were like, you know, if he had just maybe cut those out, this might be pretty damn near perfect in terms of. An interesting, informative article, but the perhaps it would have been worse if it wasn't like the hippies. No, the hippies were trash just like everyone else, dude. Yeah. Come on. There's no perhaps. There was also a lot of perhaps if they'd been allowed to stay at the raceway. Well, they weren't. The reality is that most people aren't trying to kill each other. Right. I mean, that's just a reality. People might talk a big shit online, but, you know, or they'll raid the Capitol, act as though that's going to do something. Oh, God. That's so... Raiding the... That's so stupid. I know. It's not... You're not going to accomplish anything there. Like, what are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with it? the most you're going to do is, like, hurt some actual people. People... um, Americans are so horny for symbolism. That's all it was. They were doing this symbolic gesture and convinced themselves they were drunk on freedom. Real consequences. There's... There's things you got to do to... Yeah. Anyway, a real revolution would have the Capitol building opening the doors for you when you walk up to them that's what a real revolution should entail going ahead and your first move going to fuck up the capitol building that's not going to do shit why well, i'm off on this trip anyway 
I thought this was actually pretty good for the most part. Yes, absolutely. His perhapsisms were like kind of dumb, maybe. Um, but you know, I think this guy's coming up in the YouTube world. He ain't the he ain't the worst. He's far from the worst. I'm gonna give him. If it wasn't for their perhapsisms, I'd give him a perfect score. Yeah, I'm gonna give him a two point five. And okay. the and the footage he dug up was pretty good, and the way he edited it and laid it out was also pretty good. I'm gonna give it a two point five out of three. Yeah, you know, uh, same. I actually, actually is what I was going to give it, is a 2.5. I will just, two comments, agree that I really loved the footage that he found. I really loved that he also, like, gave props to the people who helped him find the footage at the end. Yeah, I'm real yeah. big on credit. Like, I really like credit. Like, don't try to say you just made all this up or got it all on your own. But... <laughs> the one, like, criticism, because I did think all that was great... He does this thing randomly where when he talks about Bob and Tom, he puts up these, like, hand drawings of them. Yeah. To where, like, there was never a photo taken of Bob or Tom, I guess. But also, it was just unnecessary. Mm. I just thought it was a little silly. And sometimes he puts, like, word bubbles above people's heads, which was actually a little bit funny. But a little corny. I kind of forgot about the drawings for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why they just, like, stuck out to me. Because when he first did it, I was like, why? They're not bad drawings. No. They weren't bad. And hey, if you did them yourself, good job, bro. But I don't know. That was my only that was my little thing. It bugged me just a just a teeny bit, but I, overall You're two point five. I'm two point five. Five out of six baby herzogs for Bansplaining's little video on the Bull Island Work Music Festival. I like learning, so thanks for that, Bansplaining. Yeah, I didn't know anything about this and I'm glad I do. That's why we do documenteers, because we like to learn. Or we use these shorties episodes as an excuse to talk about some stupid shit. I mean, whichever. Yeah. Both work. Anyway, you know what we say when we leave here after we close out shorties. Uh, fuck your mom? Yeah, we do. We're gonna fuck your mom. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Documenteers podcast i am a sex robot if you want to support the show we recommend listening subscribing and recommending this show to people that you feel like can handle the shit we spitting cool people like juggalos a great way to help the show is to rate and review us on apple podcasts any written review at five stars will be read on the show and it can pretty much be anything but hate speech you can simply write butthole 37 times in a row with a five star rating and that would be perfectly acceptable and greatly appreciated Contact us through our Documenteers Instagram or email us at documenteerspodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. I am a sex robot. Keep on docking. Come. <laughs>